Many of us love a nice piece of tender chicken. So many, in fact, that chicken is now the most eaten meat in the world and has pushed pork into second place. Today in the US, the largest chicken producer slaughters as many as 35 million birds a week to keep up with demand, and that's just one producer. You might think that the US poultry business has never had it so good. But over the past few years, a challenge has been brewing. Consumers have started to demand chickens reared without antibiotics in their feed. They fear antibiotic-resistant bacteria that could be transferred to humans. In the poultry business, the worry is that antibiotic-free farming will allow disease to run wild, bringing suffering to the birds and lowering profits. It's the reason why U.S. poultry farmers are now turning to Danish innovation. You're listening to Foodpod Denmark, bringing you the stories about innovative people from the Danish food cluster and how they're making a difference to the world. I'm Kath Mersch. Welcome to Foodpod. It's more than 10 years since the European Union banned the use of antibiotic growth promoters in animal feed. In the US, antibiotics were used to boost animal growth until the beginning of 2017. But in the EU and the US, farmers still give antibiotics to healthy animals so they can prevent disease. Times are changing, though. In the US, poultry farmers face growing pressure to drop the routine use of antibiotics entirely. The question is, can farmers produce millions of healthy chickens just as profitably without antibiotics? For this episode of Foodpod, I asked two poultry nutrition experts what they think. Both work for Hamlet Protein, a Danish company specialised in young animal nutrition. We'll start with Sarita Saraswathi, a qualified vet born in India. She moved to Denmark in 2017 and now works in research and development at the Hamlet Protein head office in central Jutland. Before that, Sarita worked for 11 years in the Asian poultry industry and studied in Namakal, the home of so many egg-laying chickens that it is known as the egg city of India. That's where her fascination with poultry comes from. Today she focuses on speciality proteins for young broilers, chickens raised for their meat. To understand why producers started to rely on antibiotics in the first place, you have to understand their biggest challenge. Sarita explains it like this. The most important challenge of the industry is the feed, because the feed always competes with the food. How much do you used to produce a 1 kg meat. That's the most important part of any production system. The poultry industry is really one of the most innovative industry. They have exploited the genetic potential of the bird by selective breeding. Before, when you had poultry, you like keep it from day 1 to 65 days to its maximum size. But now, in present day, the life cycle of uh, broilers, modern day broilers is like 1 to 35 days. With the same body weight you were getting in 65 days, so you know uh, the lifespan of the chick has reduced. You have a larger bird in a reduced time. That means every day the body weight is doubling. So you need to give a feed to support that growth. What Sarita is talking about here is a gradual development that began in the mid-1930s. 
The basic idea is that the faster a chicken grows, the less feed it will eat during its lifetime. So less soybean meal, corn and other grains go into poultry feed, and more can be used directly in food products for humans. If you look at how fast the global population is growing, that makes sense. But it's not just a question of producing enough food. It's also about producing food with the right nutrients. So in poultry production, what farmers are actually doing is converting the vegetable proteins in the feed into animal protein in the form of meat. The quality of protein is determined by the amino acid profile of the protein. And always animal protein is the best quality protein for humans because it is well balanced in most of the amino acids. If you come back to the farm level, then you should have a high quality protein for producing this high quality protein. So how low quality protein is converted into high quality protein is what is what is driving the industry today. So what has feed for fast growing birds got to do with antibiotics? The answer has got to do with the lifespan of the broilers. Just 35 days to reach maximum weight. If any bird becomes ill during that time, there is not only the risk of a sickness epidemic in the poultry barn, it also slows down growth. You have a high-performing bird, you have more challenges, you have a short period, and in that period, the entry point of uh, pathogens is either feed or the air. When you have a disease, you have to treat the bird. You also have to prevent them from falling sick in the first place. This is why antibiotics are still routinely added to the feed on many poultry farms. Antibiotics are an easy solution, and in the US, they're also cheap. Sarita's office lies close to the Hamlet Protein Factory and Head Office in Horsens, Denmark. That's the factory you can hear in the background. Across the Atlantic, one of her colleagues is witnessing the consumer-driven trend that is driving poultry producers in the US towards antibiotic-free production. I'm John Dickerson, poultry sales manager for Hamlet Protein, here in the NAFTA area, Canada, United States, and Mexico. John has worked in animal nutrition since 1984. Today, he focuses on demonstrating the benefits of highly digestible soy protein in feed for broiler chicks. Now that the antibiotic-free trend is turning mainstream, the feed challenge for U.S. poultry producers has got even bigger. That's where high-quality proteins can make a difference. First, I asked John to explain how the U.S. broiler market works. The historic background of the broiler industry has individual companies that have arrived at being fully integrated uh, from all sources or inputs um, to the marketing of the broiler meat. In other words, U.S. broiler producers own and control all aspects of production in an integrated system. That's quite different from Europe, where separate companies manage each stage of production. John estimates that there are around 40 integrators in total, and they are huge. The largest slaughters about 35 million birds a week. Looking at the production per year, the U.S. market is uh, around 8.3 billion uh, broilers, and the, the largest integrators have just shy of 70% of all those that are produced and raised. The foundation use of antibiotics throughout history in animal livestock rearing has been for the protection of these animals to supply a wholesome, healthy food source to the end consumer. 
The reputation has become that these antibiotics were used as a type of crutch in order to support quality across the companies that are rearing these animals. And that is not the vast majority of practice that has taken place. According to John, antibiotics have been in use for some years when their ability to promote animal growth was discovered. But regardless of why antibiotics are used, the risk of antibiotic-resistant bacteria is a growing concern that is driving the trend to take antibiotics out of animal feed. And while government regulations have led the move towards antibiotic-free poultry in Europe, the US trend is a different source consumers, and specifically the large restaurant chains that serve them. Restaurants that are expecting less and no antibiotic reared animals are uh, chains such as Chipotle, McDonald's, Burger King, all of these folks and more are involved. For us industry outsiders, it's easy to say, So what's the problem? Just go ahead and take out those antibiotics. In fact, there is a catalogue of issues that producers must overcome. The inclination like humans get colds is that these animals that are in contact, sharing living space with each other, will be subjected to pathogens. So the manners in which these birds are housed, fed, and watered, are being revisited constantly so that these animals can be reared to not have exposure to antibiotics. So what about those highly digestible soy proteins for broiler chicks that John and Sarita work with? How can they help? Well, that's got to do with giving the chicks a feed that helps them grow from day one. Protein is, as with all animals, an essential growing up nutrient. The reason why the proteins must be easy to digest has to do with limiting the growth of pathogens, which are the most common reason why young birds get sick. In chick feed, the main protein source is soybean meal. And here's the problem. The chick's immature gut, which struggles to break the protein down. When chicks have a lot of undigested protein in their gut, that then becomes food for pathogens and the conditions for sickness are all lined up. A very available, easily digestive protein is beneficial to the young stock. When protein sources are not as available as they might be, they can cause absorption of pathogens and at least cause a tardiness in the bird's ability to gain maturity and a normal growth pace. Make no mistake, high-quality, easily digestible proteins are not a miracle alternative to antibiotics. Poultry producers must have their entire production system under tight control. But in the right environment, they can make a difference. US trials with Hamlet Protein's speciality soy proteins show that antibiotic-free broilers reach slaughter weight on time and without extra feed costs. Hamlet Proteins R&D Centre is located at Head Office in Denmark. It is here Sarita leads the development of innovative solutions for poultry producers all over the world. The focus, as always, is to develop the best, most easily digestible proteins. 
If you take soybean meal, it has a lot of anti-nutritional factors which hinder the growth or the development in one or the other way. Chick gut development takes at least 21 days. So you can imagine how much time is left. So you have to improve the feed in such a way that these birds can utilize it very well. Hamlet's bioconversion process reduces these anti-nutritional factors to a substantially low level which improve the digestibility of the proteins. We convert the low digestible soybean milk to a high digestible soybean protein. We have done many trials in Europe and in Asia which shows a very important role in the gut development and preparing the bird for the later stages of life. And that, in a nutshell, is how Hamlet Protein is helping poultry producers get the most out of feed and the best out of their birds without antibiotics. Here's a few closing words from Sarita about why she made the move from India to Denmark and Hamlet Protein. The reason I choose Hamlet is because Hamlets are pioneers in the process they do and they are known for it globally. And the second reason is Denmark, the brand Denmark. It's known as the happiest country in the world. I just wanted to experience. A big thanks to Sarita and John for inviting us inside their world of poultry, now increasingly without antibiotics. You can find pictures of Sarita and John and more information about Hamlet Protein on our website, foodpod.dk. This episode of Foodpod was produced with music and audio optimization by Johnny Kuhn, hosting and social media management by Jan Syerson. Thanks for listening, and if you liked what you just heard, please share it. Foodpod will be back soon with more innovative stories from the Danish food cluster.